Welcome to The Common Rounds. Medical education for medical students by medical students. Headaches are a very common symptom people experience. Many different conditions ranging from the not-so-serious to fatal can cause a headache. The important task for us to learn is the difference between a dangerous headache and a headache that isn't fatal. Imagine that you're working in an ED and you have two patients. Both of them present with a headache. One patient is a 38-year-old female who is suffering a debilitating headache that has lasted for two days. She cannot look at lights and suffers these on a very regular basis. The second patient is a 70-year-old male who has developed a sharp pain on the side of his head. He tells you that he has occasionally had headaches in the past, but it has never felt like this in his life. Which headache do you think is more serious? Let's find out. In order to do that, we'll need to know what the common culprits of headaches are and how you can distinguish them from each other. Everybody is bound to go through life having experienced a headache. Some of us will be riddled by it on a daily basis, and others on very rare occasions. An interesting fact is that the brain has no pain sensors at all, so that the pain that seems to be coming from inside your head isn't actually from your brain. The structures that have pain sensors and can produce pain are the arteries, veins, meninges, scalp, neck, muscles, sinuses, eyes, and teeth. So while people may think that doctors need fancy tests and examinations to diagnose the cause of a headache, the truth is the answer can be found through a very thorough patient history. While people may think that doctors need fancy tests and examinations to So what are some good questions to ask patients about their headache? Questions that clarify the headache's location, severity, and character are always very important to ask. Things that make the headache worse, perhaps. Also, other questions such as the duration of the headache, what triggers it, what kind of pain relief the patient uses, any family histories, other things such as red flag symptoms are definitely needed to be found out as well. Textbooks categorize causes of headaches into primary and secondary causes. Primary causes are conditions that only concern the head, while secondary causes means that there's something sinister lurking behind the presenting headache. So let's look at some primary causes of headaches. The first we have on our list are migraines. Migraines are a headache that can last anywhere between 4 hours to 3 days. They are a headache that usually also presents with a sensitivity to light, sound, or motion. These headaches usually occur on one side of the patient's face and can occur either occasionally or very frequently depending on the person. People suffering from migraines find it debilitating during an attack. This means that it affects them from completing their daily activities. Patients also say that staying in a dark room and lying in bed can help them make it feel better, as light and movement tends to make it worse. Doctors have come up with a list of diagnostic criteria to define migraines. You may have heard of a concept of an aura. An aura is this tingling feeling or a change in vision that the patients with migraines experience. It's like a warning sign telling them that a migraine is about to begin. There are patient recounts that these auras come in the form of zigzagging lines in their vision. These usually last 5 to 20 minutes followed immediately by the migraine. Make a note that these auras only occur in about 25% of patients, so that it is possible for a patient to have a migraine without experiencing auras. So what treatments are available for migraines? Simple analgesics such as aspirin, paracetamol, and NSAIDs are recommended to treat migraines. The use of metoclopramide to help with nausea is also part of standard practice too. Alternatively, a class of medicines known as triptans can be prescribed for migraine treatment. 
One important thing to be aware of is when using these treatments that the frequent use of painkillers can often lead to a medication-induced headache. For patients that get migraines on a regular basis, there are therapies available that can be used to suppress migraines. Another type of headache are tension-type headaches. These headaches, unlike migraines, occur usually on both sides of the head. Patients describe them as a tight band around their head, and they feel this pressure build up behind their eyes. While the pathology of this headache is unclear, treatments for this type of headache is quite simple. Analgesics such as paracetamol can help relieve the headache. Massage therapies, ice packs, and relaxation can help too. Cluster headaches are an excruciating type of headache that causes the pain behind a single eye. This can cause the eye to look red or also teary. Unlike migraines, patients seem to prefer to move around rather than stay standing still, as they say that moving makes it slightly better. These headaches last less than three hours, but instead occur in very frequent intervals. Regular paracetamol and analgesics do not work in this condition. Instead, the treatments prescribed may include high-flow oxygen and subcutaneous sumatriptan. Chronic daily headaches are a situation where the patient suffers from headaches for more than 15 days a month, and also for more than three months in a row. While migraines are a common cause for the patients to suffer from a chronic daily headache, Another big contributor are the painkillers used to treat headaches. Frequent use of over-the-counter painkillers for more than 10 doses a month, especially painkillers containing codeine and tryptans, can lead to a medicine-induced headache. The more they take it, the more frequent it gets. So while the obvious treatment is to stop people from taking these painkillers, the difficult thing about withdrawing patients is that the headache may worsen the moment these painkillers are stopped. In these cases, often specialist referrals may be required. So these are some of the well-known primary causes of headaches. Well-known causes of secondary headaches include raised intracranial pressure, idiopathic intracranial hypertension, giant cell arteritis, meningitis, and intracranial bleeds. But let's save these topics for another time. If you have any questions, please leave us a comment or tweet at us. For more of these summaries, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll see you next time. So today was put together by our executive producer Gautam and our core editor Cindy. For notes, elective experiences, and much more study resources, visit our website on thecommonrounds.wordpress.com or visit us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If you like our episodes, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It means a lot to us. You've been listening to The Common Rounds. I'm Hamid. And I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.